Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, recording live from our downtown studios, my executive producer, Mr. Chris Lawler. What's going on, man? Hey, 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 everybody. Thanks for having me, Donnie. It's great to be here once again. Can't wait to learn a little bit more about the real estate market today. Amen, man. Let's have some fun with that. So we're going to hop right into it. I got me an article from Bankrate.com discussing what is judicial foreclosure. Now, this has been coming up. Obviously, the term foreclosure is going to be thrown around a lot in the upcoming market. Our goal here in the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast is to entertain as well as educate, right? So as you're hearing, you're going to want to know what the differences are between the judicial foreclosure process and the non-judicial foreclosure process. And I'm going to summarize that real quick by just saying it's an involvement on whether or not there is a court hearing required to make the foreclosure happen. So let's create a scenario where somebody's being foreclosed on. And as the article mentions, in trouble economic times, like the times we're heading into right now, now, you're going to see a lot of people falling behind on their mortgage payments. Why? Why do we think that people are going to fall behind on mortgage payments during this crisis? Well, unemployment spikes up. The government is very open about the fact that they're trying to increase unemployment. Seems a little psychotic to me. I don't know normally if you want your country wanting people to be unemployed, but that is what they're looking to do. And they're trying to create that unemployment by increasing the Federal Reserve rate, which the obvious response to has been a huge increase the mortgage rates. We've seen a lot of that recently. But the less than obvious response is that it will increase unemployment. Here's why. Businesses notoriously have to borrow money in order to function. So they're functioning on lines of credit that are usually on adjustable rate mortgages that are based on that Federal Reserve rate. So if you're a company that is borrowing money to fund your factory operations or you're going to put a new machine in into your factory, etc., you have to look at what the interest rates are at the moment, and that's going to determine how much money you'll be able to borrow and if you're going to be able to expand that company or not. Well, when rates are really high, that expansion slows down. Companies have to look at the profit margin they're going to make potentially on that change and compare it to where interest rates are, and that may result in them not moving that. Well, that translates immediately to the housing market because you've got people who are relying on that employment, the money they make from their job. And I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know. I'm just trying to paint a picture here so it kind of makes sense. If, if rates go up, businesses can't borrow money, they can't expand their company, businesses are generally in one mode or another. They are either advancing as in increasing or they're dying, and there's very little in between. Okay, so the, the idea that a business can sit still is actually an anomaly, it, just, it can't happen. They're usually moving one way or the other. So don't be content. Don't be content, right? And if you're in a business right now, and the business that you should be in is real estate investing, that's why you're listening to the show, which one are you doing right now? Are you advancing? Or are you dying? Well, by virtue of the fact that you're hearing my lovely voice right now, I know for a fact that you're advancing because you're taking time to educate yourself as to real estate market. But I digress. Let's bring this back in, okay? Foreclosures are taking place all over. In certain states, you need to have what's called a judicial foreclosure, okay? Meaning it has to go into a court hearing 
in order for that foreclosure to take place. And other states like Colorado, where I'm based out of, it's a non-judicial foreclosure. The states that have that judicial foreclosure, it's about half of them. I'm just going to read off the real basics. you got Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Nebraska, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, it's a lot of new, North Dakota, why not? Oh, South Dakota's in there, too. Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Vermont, Wisconsin, and Washington, D.C. In all of those states, they typically require a judicial foreclosure, meaning there must be a hearing. Go it would have been easier to list off the ones that didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that if I got to 25. Like all of them. <laughs> it's pretty close. Pretty, was a lot. So it wasn't quite a bit. So judicial foreclosures are executed in the court system, meaning the lender who is in default has to sue the buyer in question to get the property back, that's a judicial foreclosure. In other states, we have a non-judicial foreclosure. It's not exactly supervised by the court system, so it's handled in our case here in El Paso County, Colorado. It's handled by the public trustee, and they have a process that they follow, which will be very similar to a judicial foreclosure, but since it does not go to court, it's considered a non-judicial foreclosure. Why Why do you care about this? Like, what, what difference does any of this make to you as an investor? Well, here's why this matters, okay? If you're in a state where there's, whether it's judicial or non-judicial, you're going to need to know where to look for these foreclosures. In my book, The Hidden Foreclosure Deals Market, see how I segued that in? We discuss how you're going to find some of these foreclosures before they hit the market. So you're going to want to download that. Right now, it's a free ebook. Okay, so you're going to head out to bit.ly forward slash hidden foreclosure book, and we're going to post that to this podcast link. So you need to worry about writing that down. You'll have a link there. Get your, Give me your email. I'm going to send you back a copy of this book. We're talking about where the best places to find the hidden foreclosure market is. One of those ways is the HUD foreclosure list, which is one of my favorite spots to look. And a second one is the judicial foreclosure list where there's a court hearing, okay? Both judicial and non-judicial file publicly to let people know what's happening, but you have to know where to look. In judicial states, you've got to look in the court dockets for the lenders to determine where these are going to be, whereas in the non-judicial states, you've got a trustee foreclosure list that we have here in El Paso County that you've got to get. So depending on what state you're in is going to determine where you want to look for these upcoming foreclosures. These Upcoming foreclosures are pay dirt for you investors. Focus on that because a lot of homes are in what we call pre-foreclosure right now. You've got in El Paso County alone, they reported that they're up 900% in pre-foreclosure from where they were this time last year. Okay, So this, this response of the interest rates are going up, the mortgage is slowing down, you're not seeing it on the market except to say that inventory has tripled since about three months ago. We had about eight, 900 listings on the market. Today, we're pushing 22, 2300 right here in our local market. The rental inventory has nearly quadrupled in that same amount of time. Okay, There are more homes available for rent than there have been in at least three years, but I'm going to guess four to five years if you go far enough back, you have not seen this many homes for rent. It's a very interesting market right now. Okay, So the reason why a lot of states switched off of the judicial foreclosure process is because during these surges, if you have to get a judge and a courtroom and a docket and a hearing, that process was bogging down 
the legal system quite a bit. So many states, Colorado included, switched to a non-judicial foreclosure process to make that process streamlined. Okay, It requires many court filings, there's lots of waiting periods, and all of this is actually really good news for you as an investor. It's also good news for you as a homeowner. If you're struggling with going through a foreclosure right now, listen, this show is generally designed to help investors, but a big part of it, if you listen to the Monica Breckenridge interview we did just a few weeks ago, is was the discussion was about helping homeowners are going through this process. The more you know about the foreclosure process, the easier it's going to be to get through that process. Okay, You may be having to move out of your home, and that sucks, but if you understand how long it's going to take, but just to give you an idea, according to Adam Data, Data Solutions, properties were foreclosed in the second quarter of 2022. It took 948 days or two and a half years to get to completion. Now, think about the inefficiency of a system where a bunch of states are now behind on, you got a bunch of people behind on payments right now, okay? The process, according to this, is taking nine hundred two and a half years to get those properties returned to lenders to be returned to market. If that's the case, didn't this problem actually start in 2020? Did I not say the problem started in 2020? Have you not been paying attention? I've been saying this for two years. These foreclosures have been filed. They're just now coming to roost right now. Okay, The longest average foreclosure timelines are the judicial foreclosure states, including Hawaii, 2,600 days, New Jersey, 1,900 days, Louisiana. That's like three, four years it takes to get through the process in those states. That's insane. Do you realize how much money is going to stagnate in that system? If this starts to backlog, you got a heavy amount of unemployment. People can't buy houses because rates are too high. Do you understand the ramifications to the market of what's going to happen if they don't smooth this out? So here's the bottom line. Okay, judicial foreclosure is a legal method to where a mortgage lender can recoup their losses if there's a default. But you as an investor are looking to solve that problem during the two and a half years you've got to figure it out. That's a ton of time. Okay, As a foreclosure investor or a real estate agent looking to transition into full-time investor, which is one of the primary targets of my 5Fs of foreclosure investment system, you have got to learn about this process right now so you can get out in front of it and not only help buyers to get better deals, sellers to get out of that process before it ruins their credit for seven years, but most importantly, how to make a profit from the foreclosure market using below market assets as a tool to build your net worth. Okay, it's happening. The time is now. I know I say it on literally every single show. I'm passionate about it because I love that there's opportunities. I don't love that people are going to lose their homes. Okay, and I, in the early stages of the last, when I started the show, people were like, well, why are you celebrating the losses of people losing the home? Listen, I'm not fond of that. I just know that the market cycle suggests that it's going to happen, and the more you understand about it, the easier it is to avoid it. A lot of people, my experience from 08 and 09, when I started as a young real estate agent, were doing what I commonly referred to as the ostrich method and the ostrich method was they found the darkest hole of sand they could find and they stuck their head in it pretending like it was just going to go away it is not going to go away the foreclosure crisis is happening and in judicial foreclosure states if they've already got a backlog of court cases and they do because coronavirus set everything back a year or two 
right? My child custody is taking longer. Divorces are taking longer. The court system is bogged down as is. In those states that have not figured out how to do a non-judicial foreclosure yet, I can promise you that backlog is going to take longer and ultimately be more lucrative for foreclosure investors looking to capitalize. Okay, so how do you get started? Well, it's super simple. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com, download my free ebook, The Hidden Foreclosure Deals Market. Learn about where some of these foreclosures are going to be located as the market shifts, and then start having the tough conversations with people who are in foreclosure so you can help them get through it. Right. If you're really looking to capitalize on this market, you're going to want to learn how to invest in those foreclosures during and after the pre-foreclosure process. Right. And to do so, I've got a course takes you through about three hours of pretty solid content where we're going to discuss all the moving parts. And that course, the living, breathing thing that as we advance, we learn more about this process as the market shifts. You're going to be well prepared and well equipped to get there. And for the final stage, we've got our six week intensive, which is going to let you get the hand holding you need from a professional coach like myself, who's going to walk you through the five F process of finding your foreclosure deal figuring out if your foreclosure deal is a good deal, funding that deal using hard and private money lenders that I will be referring you to, fixing that deal to market, and then flipping that deal for a profit over and over and over again. But first, you've got to understand the process, where to go to get them, and how to profit from it. You know, and that really is our show for today, guys. I wanted to keep this one simple because a lot of people are coming at me with questions on what is the difference between judicial and non-judicial foreclosure. That is a term nobody's even considered talking about, I'd be willing to bet, in the last two years because there's been so few foreclosures. But now the market is shifting a lot of stuff is coming up about the process and how it's going to work. And I'll be frank with you, especially the judicial states are not equipped for the amount of rise and foreclosure hearings that are going to need to take place to keep up with the influx of foreclosures that the market is going to throw off right now. That is an opportunity. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing if you know how to capitalize on it. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, thanking you so much for tuning into the show each and every single week and reminding you once again and always, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Like our Facebook page, Foreclosure Deals Coach, the latest in real estate and foreclosure investing. Become a part of our community. Search Foreclosure Deals Coach on Facebook to join today.